Friends and family, welcome back to the show. First, some good news. We're featuring a podcast this week called Detoxicity. Their tagline is, by men, about men, for everyone. Mike Joseph runs the podcast, and he postulates the question, what does it mean to be a man in the 21st century? He has on a lot of guests from various backgrounds, They share their stories, talk about a wide variety of topics, and it's really focused on detoxifying masculinity. I've had the pleasure of communicating with Mike a little bit. My brother Logan was actually a guest on the show, and Mike and I plan to collaborate on something in the near future. You can find him on socials at DetoxPodGuy. There's a lot of great things out there. And I love what he's doing and the topics they discuss. Now our family time for this week. This is family time 74 and we're talking about core values. To me, this is one of the most important things we discuss. That's why we do it early in the year. And this is something I do every year with my students. I think it's an important question for everyone to ask. What are my core values? And if you have a hard time answering that question, it's something worth sitting down and spending a little time considering. I always think that's so funny. We can ask someone their favorite color and they can tell us their favorite food, their favorite movie. But it can be harder to answer maybe the most essential question. What are your values? What do you really care about? What do you really find important in this world? Because if we don't know ourselves at that level, it's hard to know anything else. And when we determine our core values, when we're clear about what we really think is important, it makes everything else easier. It makes all of our decisions easier to make. It makes Challenges easier to face because we have that foundation. We have that baseline. We know we're going to be faced with challenges. That's life. Life is messy. Life is hard. But if we know what we really stand for, if we know what we really believe in, when we're faced with those challenges, we can fall back and say, okay, are my decisions, are my behaviors in line with my values? Because we cannot be happy. We cannot be at peace when our realities and our behaviors aren't in line with our values. So this week, I want to know, what are your core values? And it doesn't need to be a long list. I think it's better if it's not a long list. Three to five things I think is perfect. Something that you can quickly remember and think about. Then why are those your core values? Try to be specific. Discuss what they mean to you. And then consider how do your core values impact your decisions and your behaviors. For me... I think the idea of core values really stemmed from 
my background in martial arts. I've talked about it before. When I was young, I started training in traditional Taekwondo. That was sort of the martial arts option at the time. It's something I'm still involved with and I like. I like that traditional aspect of martial arts and I like I like other martial arts and mixed martial arts as well. But one thing I liked about the traditional Taekwondo was there was sort of a belief system around it. There were five tenets of Taekwondo, five core beliefs, which were courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control, and indomitable spirit. That's something that impacted me as a kid and really throughout my whole life. It was ingrained in me early that, okay, if I live by these five things, that will help me be successful. That will help me go where I want to go. And that's a good thing. I think that's a good place to start is if we're not sure what our own personal core values are, we can turn to belief systems or we can turn to established sets of values as something that we want to adopt and implement. That's not a bad thing. But hopefully as we get older, we become a little more self-realized and self-actualized. We can really determine for ourselves our beliefs. And that's what I want you to do. So I spent some time really thinking about what are my core beliefs. And to me, I, I kept it at five, maybe because that was sort of ingrained in me from those tenets of Taekwondo. But to me, they're courage, integrity, respect, love, and empathy. So if I ask myself the next question, why are those my values? Courage, to me, is the first thing we need for anything we want to do in life. There's a line from a movie that I like called Hearts Beat Loud. It says, you have to be brave before you can be good. And in that movie, they reference that it's a line from a comic book. So it may be a line from a comic book originally. But I, I like that line. You have to be brave before you can be good. I think that's true. That's a line I've used with my students because... Everything in life takes courage. Anything worth doing definitely takes courage. It's going to be scary when we start a new activity, when we want to pursue a goal. So we have to have courage first. We have to have courage to live by our values. So it starts with courage. Then for me, it's integrity. So after we have that courage to put ourselves out there to try something, to live as we want to live, because that takes courage, the next thing is having integrity, which to me means living by my core values or attempting to live by my core values. Living in a way that allows myself to look myself in the mirror to feel comfortable about the decisions that I've made, not to feel like I've always made the right decision. I doubt a lot of the decisions that I make, but to feel okay in knowing that I tried to make those decisions 
based on my values. That's integrity to me. Next is respect. Respect for myself, respect for others, respect for the situation. I think I like my core values to be a bit of a progression, that one thing leads into another and they all feed each other and sort of cycle through. And respect is a very important thing, even if I disagree with someone else. I can have a level of respect for that person. I can try to view things from that person's perspective, which I'll talk more about. But I can at least acknowledge that person's right to have a differing opinion. And by respecting myself, I can take the first steps to doing the things that are going to ultimately make me happy and give me a sense of peace that are going to allow me to pursue the things I want to pursue. Next is love. And I feel respect leads into love in any relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship. I think those relationships are stronger if we start with a sense of respect and then we let that build into love. And love can mean a lot of different things. To me, it's about loving my job, loving the people around me, loving ourselves, giving ourselves permission to love ourselves. And the last of my core values is empathy. And to me, I wanted my last value to be something that's almost unattainable. To me, empathy, I've talked about it before, I think it's the highest of human potential. I think it's the greatest of human pursuits. And it's, we can't quite fully get there. We're not able to entirely know how it feels to be someone else. We're not able to experience that person's lifetime of experiences. But we can attempt it. We can pursue it. And I want my last core value to be something that I'm always pursuing. That it's not a box I can check off. It's a continual journey. And that's really the case with all of my core values. But that to me is the pinnacle. To try to really connect with people and see things from their perspectives the best that I can. And I feel the more I do that, the more I learn, the more I grow, the more courage I get. And that helps me live by my values and that feeds integrity. And that helps me respect myself and respect other people. And that leads into a sense of love for life and for others and for the things I want to do. So they feed into each other. It's important to know those things. It's important to know what we care about. I've got a tattoo on each forearm that are visual representations of my core values because I think a person ought to know what we stand for and if we're bold enough we ought to wear that on our sleeves now it doesn't need to be literally like I do and it doesn't say the words it's a visual representation for me it's a reminder but then we can keep that in our head 
This is what I believe. This is who I am. When we have a greater sense of who we are, that makes everything else in life a little easier. It opens more doors and opportunities. It lets us enjoy life and find the beauty in life because we're being true to ourselves. So find your core values this week. Think about why those are your values. Spend some time really considering that. And then remind yourself what your values are. It's something I think about every time I I look at the visual representation of my values. It's one of the first things I do in the morning when I'm doing breathing exercises and meditating is I cycle through and think about my core values. And that just sets the tone for the day. Sets the tone for my existence, really. Think about that. Set your values. Next, we're going to talk about the blog post for this week. This week's post is Weed the Garden. So, my nine-year-old daughter Claire and I planted a garden this year for the first time. Claire likes plants. We've done the little succulents and things like that. And we've had some of those plants just continue to grow and grow and repotted them and those sorts of things. Just indoor plants. And we wanted to try a garden this year, a proper garden out in the backyard. So we went through that process and the early stages of that process are fairly labor intensive. We picked a spot in the backyard and we had to break up the earth and use a tiller and till things up and remove the grass and weeds that were already there to get us to some nice dirt. And then we mixed in some organic soil. I wanted it to be an organic garden and we got some organic seeds and we This is all pretty new to us, so we're reading the instructions on the back of the packages, and I'm watching some YouTube videos, and we plant the seeds. And it's been a really cool experience. I'm pretty hooked on having a garden now. I think we're going to expand next year. We did a pretty decent-sized garden for the first go. But we plant those little seeds, and... It's kind of crazy because for the first few days, first week, depending on what the plant is, seems like nothing happens. Some things, even it's a couple weeks. We're water, we go out there and we'll pick some of the small little weeds that pop up and nothing really seems to happen. And then all of a sudden it does. Then all of a sudden we have these rows of little sprouts coming out of the ground. That's kind of exciting. Then it takes off and this stuff starts flourishing and growing. And before long, we have vegetables that we can actually harvest and eat. And that's pretty satisfying to be able to pick things straight from the garden, eat them straight away or bring them in the house and make salads, cut up different vegetables. I've really enjoyed that. And I like working in the garden as well. Going out there and weeding the garden. And I find that process relates a lot to life. Anything that we want to accomplish in life starts as a little seed. 
it starts as something that does not look like the end result, doesn't look like our end goal. That's the Fortune 500 company that started in someone's basement or someone's garage. That's a healthy and long-lasting relationship that started with a chance encounter. That's anything we want to do in life. Any goal starts as this little abstract thing, this little seed that we have to plant and wonder, how is this going to grow into the thing I'm ultimately going to harvest, the thing that I ultimately want in the end? But those seeds want to grow. In a garden, they want to grow. And in our lives, they want to grow. Our hopes, our dreams, our goals, we have them for a reason. I really believe that. We have them expressly for the purpose of bringing them to life. Because we might be the one person who can breathe life into them, bring them into reality, and share them with the world. And if we don't do it, they might die and disappear and never grow. Never come into reality. So those seeds want to grow. But weeds also want to grow. We have weeds in a garden. Those things that are undesirable. Those obstacles that pop up. And we have those in life as well. So we have to weed the garden. In the actual garden, we have to go out there. We have to monitor what's growing. We have to pull out the weeds. Because we don't want those weeds overtaking and killing the plants we want growing. It's the same thing in our lives. There are always going to be weeds. There's always going to be challenges. There will be situations that don't fuel our goals and our dreams. There are going to be people who distract us and undermine the things that we want to do. And we have to weed those things from our gardens. Sometimes we have to cut those things out of our lives. Because weeds also want to grow. And the difference between our dreams, our goals, the things we want to grow, and the weeds that we don't want to grow, is that weeds grow when we ignore them. They're built to grow in unideal situations. They're going to flourish when we don't pay attention to those little distractions and little problems and little issues. That's when they flourish. The desired things, the plants we want to grow in our garden, our dreams, our goals, we have to pay attention to those things. But weeding the garden isn't so hard. I found in our actual garden, if I would go out there every day or almost every day and just do a little bit of work, it was a lot easier. You could pick out the few little weeds. It didn't take very long. And it made it easier so that they didn't spread and overtake things. And as the garden grew... As the desired plans grew, it got even easier because 
they became bigger and healthier and stronger, and they were much harder to overtake. They were really in control of the garden at that point. And it's the same thing with our dreams and goals in life. It takes a lot of front-end work. We have to break up that ground. We have to create ideal conditions for those dreams to grow. We have to plant the seeds. We have to give our attention and our care. And we never get to stop giving attention to the things we want in life. But as they start to grow, they take on a momentum and a life of their own. And it gets easier to keep away those things that would undermine our dreams. So plant the seeds you want in your life and weed the garden. This week's show is brought to you by Fanny Packs, where kangaroos meet 1980s bodybuilders. And now, from me to you. We talked about a lot of things this week. We discussed our core values in our family time. That's such an important thing. We talked about weeding the garden, planting the things we want to grow in our lives, and making sure we're eliminating the distractions, the things that would undercut what we want. So focus on that this week. Spend some time thinking about what you really care about, who you really are, what are your core values, what makes you essentially you in terms of your beliefs, and then start determining what you want. What are the things you want to grow in your life? Plant those seeds and start cutting away the things that keep you from those dreams and goals, that keep the things you want in your life from growing. As always, feel free to reach out and connect with me. It's Luke Nielsen Media on all the socials and the streaming surfaces. It's LukeNielsen.com, LukeNielsenMedia at Gmail. Please feel free, reach out. Share your core values. Share how you've tried to weed your garden. Talk about Fanny Packs. That was our made-up sponsor for this week. But feel free to connect. We can share some things on the show. Have a great week. Love yourself. Love each other. Love the fight.